welcome to the Still Worthy Podcast, the safe and empowering haven for people like you and me, single, child-free women looking to embrace our unique path, celebrate our freedom and independence, and live our best, happiest, most fearless, fulfilling, and kick-ass life. I'm your host and sister friend, Sanja Lioness Mackey, here to guide you on this incredible journey that redefines womanhood and acknowledges your worth, irrespective of your marital and family status. Let's get this party started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Still Worthy, the go-to spot for a single child-free woman to have some intimate one-on-one time discussing the topics that are meaningful and relevant to us. So before I jump into today's episode, I want to let you know that I'm going to be hosting a masterclass on the secrets to discovering your divine life purpose this coming Sunday, November 5th, and the following Sunday, November 12th. Now, I've been doing some recent podcast episodes about purpose because to me, it's the most important thing in life. Knowing the reason you exist, the work you were uniquely crafted to perform, how to use your gifts and talents to make a difference in the lives of your heart and soul people, it all goes beyond the satisfaction and fulfillment that you get from being in love or being in a relationship, including a marriage. Purpose is part of self-actualization, which every individual is hardwired to desire. Now, there are always going to be outliers, but most people genuinely want to become the best version of themselves. They want to live their best life. They want to experience as much joy and fulfillment as they can. They want to know that their life matters, not just to them, but to others. And I will tell you, knowing and living your life purpose is at the very root of all of that because people literally thrive when they have a purpose. So if you're interested in joining my 90-minute masterclass, which is only $97, DM me on Instagram or Facebook and I will get you all the details. All right, on with today's topic, don't believe the hype. Now, there are a lot of male dating coaches and relationship gurus in the world, and some of them seem to come from a good place. They have good, solid logic in terms of their beliefs, values, and opinions. They're not about perpetuating the patriarchy or denigrating women. You know, I can buy into what they're saying, okay? But there are other male coaches and relationship gurus where it's a completely different story. And one was Kevin Samuels. I say was because he passed last year. And his mantra, his position was always that he was speaking the truth from a man's perspective, the truth that women did not want to hear, but needed to hear, you know, to wake up and face the realities of our situation, whatever it might be. But to me, not only was his truth ugly at times, but the way in which he spoke what he's believed to be the truth was ugly as well. His delivery of his so-called truth was also ugly. Now, one of the things Kevin said last year that received a lot of publicity was when he said, and I quote, if you have made it to 35 and you are unmarried, you are a leftover woman. You are what is left. Whether you want to hear it or not, I'm not going to go there with you. I'm telling you the truth that you don't want to hear. 
men know that there is likely something wrong with you. That was the gist of what he said. And it was those first lines that really rubbed people the wrong way. There was a lot of media attention and action about what he said at that time. Now, he was well known in general for his controversial rhetoric that always seemed to be directed towards women, black women in particular. And he had a penchant for calling out what he termed low value women, which would be, for example, a single woman over 35. And as awful as what he said sounded to me when I first heard it, and quite frankly, every time I even think about it, what's more critical is that you don't do what he wanted you to do when he said it, which is to buy into it. Now, in the last episode, I talked about the thing that I think every person has, certainly women, because I think the patriarchal society in which we live makes women feel self-conscious and doubtful about themselves, you know, their appearance, their intelligence, their abilities, etc. And I talked about my thing growing up, which was my height. But some of us actually have multiple things. I mean, if I'm going to continue being honest with you, uh, you know, as I've been throughout this podcast, I've never been a fan of my nose or my legs. I have my dad's large nose, not a cute little button nose. Oh, no, I have my dad's large ethnic nose. Okay. And I inherited my grandmother and mother's predisposition toward varicose veins and swollen ankles. So here I am, 6'2, prime real estate for great legs, right? <laughs> I mean, this is what you would expect. And instead, I'm sitting here with varicose veins and swollen ankles. Oh, and, and let's not forget the stretch marks that have developed over time. Now, I'm not talking about those things to denigrate my own self. On the contrary, you know, because I will still walk into any room at any time with my back straight and my head held high like a queen, like I freaking own the place. Varicose veins, swollen ankles, stretch marks and all. OK, like don't get it twisted. All right. And although I'm a woman with a huge amount of confidence, self-esteem and self-worth, I mean, I have to be honest, there was a time in my teens and even during some of my young adult years where I experienced my share of insecurity and self-doubt. Times when I questioned why I wasn't married yet. Now, obviously not in my teens, but, you know, in my adult years, there were times when I questioned that. Times when I wondered, even before I had ever heard of Kevin Samuels, if I was a leftover woman because no one wanted me. And thinking to myself that no one wanted me because of my thing, because of my things. Okay. So in my mind, I was thinking, well, I'm six two. Men want petite, dainty women that they can protect. They don't want a woman the same size and height as them. And certainly not one who's bold and assertive and opinionated to boot. That was how I felt that if I was just a few inches shorter, that if my nose was just a tad bit thinner, that if that damn cocoa butter would just work already on those stretch marks, if this was different, if I fix that, if, if, then I might be married because then I'd be a wanted, desirable woman. That's the rhetoric the patriarchy has tried to feed women since forever, forever. And even now, in the year of our Lord, 2023, I still see it play out on social media and with dating coaches and relationship gurus, both men and women, because 
Let's not get it twisted. Women drink the patriarchy Kool-Aid too. I see it in books and magazines. And the rhetoric is that if we would learn how to cook, clean, and take care of the home and our man without complaint, if we would maintain our weight, dress well all the time, and keep ourselves looking good for our men, if we would take our focus off of our careers and goals and salaries and focus on our men and our relationships, if we would be less opinionated, learn how to submit, let a man lead and be a man, stay in our place, remember our role, etc., etc. If we would do these things, if we would do this, if we would do that, we would be married by now. And with all these messages coming from all these different people and places, it might have you actually considering doing some of these things. Worst case scenario, you've already been reading the books and watching the YouTube channels and following the advice, and they've got you turning yourself into a damn human pretzel trying to do all the things that will seemingly get you married off. And I'm here to tell you to stop. Girl, stop already. Like th- this is your first action item in this episode because, you know, I always try to give you mindset shifts and action items in each episode. And your first action item in this episode is to stop already because you're going to work yourself into an early grave if you believe and subscribe to the hype that the world keeps trying to feed us as women. I'm here to tell you that you are perfectly imperfect just as you are. Now, I didn't say perfect. I I can't say perfect because no human being is perfect. Not me, not you. We're flawed by nature. Perfect is an illusion. It doesn't exist. It's like a mirage in the desert. You have this vision of, think about a desert, a mirage. You have this vision of it. You see it out there and you start to chase it. But as you get closer to it, it disappears because it was never there. It was just an illusion. Perfection doesn't exist. We are imperfect by nature. But in the midst of that imperfection, we can be perfect, which simply means that we can value and accept ourselves as we are. Flaws, blemishes, scars, stretch marks, varicose veins, whatever it is. Impatient, prone to procrastination, hot temper, whatever it is. We accept it as part of our humanity. Now, as I said in the last episode, I'm all for self-improvement and doing the things that will help you feel better about yourself. For example, I believe medicine, including the advances in the cosmetic arena, are a gift. If something is going to make you feel happier about yourself, girl, go for it. Just this past weekend, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was complaining about wrinkles on her forehead and she was going on and on about it. And I said, girl, get a Botox shot already and call it a day. Be done with that. I didn't like some lines that were starting to form on my forehead back in the day. I got a Botox shot and have been getting them for years ever since. Not a single side effect, but I did it for me, not for men. Not to increase my probability or chance of getting married. It had nothing to do with them. It had nothing to do with any of that. It simply had to do with what I wanted to see when I looked in the mirror. So my only caveat to you is just to make sure that you are doing it for you. Any type of self-improvement measure that you take on, you are doing it not for men, not to make you marriage material. You are doing it for you. 
Don't do it thinking, if I could just fix this, if I could remove that, if I could change this, I'd be more wanted and desirable. Do it because it will make you happy, period. Second action item here, stop feeding your mind that BS. If you know you are prone to believing certain types of messages, stop receiving those type messages. Interrupt your exposure to them. You know, it's similar to people who make the decision to stop watching the news because it's always negative and it always leaves them in a bad mental space or someone who chooses to unfollow certain accounts on social media because it never leaves them in a good headspace. You know, you, you end up comparing your life to their life with your life always coming up short. By default, you get into a space of feeling less than. You start thinking about how if you could just change this or fix that, you'd be more of this or that. It's not a good path to go down, and we know it. We know it. Okay, so again, I call foul and I'm telling you to stop it. Unfollow those people and accounts. Remove yourself from those communities and spaces. Don't read those books and watch those videos. Cut off the access and exposure to those people and things which are not serving a higher, more elevated and happier version of yourself. We have to be more discerning about the messages that we let into our head. You know, it's like the output of a computer program. The output is in direct correlation to the input. If the input is trash or garbage, what do you think the output is going to be? And and that's with a computer. But I'm talking about you and your life. What's going to be the output or the impact on you and your life if the input is faulty and based on lies and negativity and comparison-itis, and attempts to play on your feelings of insecurity and self-doubt. Girl, don't believe the hype. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you except the belief that there is something wrong with you. Women over the age of 35 get married all the time. So if that is truly your desire, it can happen for you. But let me tell you, it won't be because you got a Brazilian butt lift or liposuction or colored your gray hair. It won't be because you learn how to cook gourmet meals. It won't be because you learn how to be less assertive or less opinionated. We've had this conversation before now, girl. If you have to lose you to get or keep a man, the cost is too high. If anyone or anything costs you, you, the cost is too high. All right, I'm going to get ready to close out this week's episode. Wasn't going to be a long one, you know, just a little short one to put that message in your head about not believing the hype, not believing the rhetoric that is out there. Okay. And I gave you some mindset shifts and some tangible action items throughout the episode, but I need you to really let these things sink in because mindset is everything. Girl, Like, if there is anything that will be a game changer in your life, it is your mindset. It is your thoughts. Let me give you a quick example. Let's say you're single and you would prefer to be married. That circumstance makes you think, well, I want to be married, but I'm not. So I must be unwanted. It must be that no man desires me for marriage. 
Now, those thoughts will then cause you to feel disappointed and depressed and dejected, perhaps. Those feelings then cause you to stop dressing up, stop showing up, stop going out, stay holed up in your house. And you know what happens then? Those actions contribute to the very circumstance of you still being single when you would prefer to be married. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it all started with certain thoughts that you had about your current situation that drove you to feel some kind of way. And those feelings caused you to act some kind of way. And you know what? Here we are. Okay. So I need you to not believe the societal and patriarchal hype that would have you think less of yourself or to think that something is wrong, deficient, or defective in you because you're single over 35. The only thing wrong with you is that you even for one single moment thought there was something wrong with you. You are amazingly and perfectly imperfect, just as you are. And if marriage or even a committed relationship without marriage is your desire, you don't need to go through hoops or twist yourself into a human pretzel to do it. All you have to do is be yourself and recognize and value your own worth. Remember, we teach people how to treat us. They take their cues from us. Your soulmate is going to be the one who sees your flaws, insecurities, your hurt, your trauma, and still chooses to wake up every day and love you unconditionally. You cannot get his attention by bending over backwards. You cannot win his affection by begging him to see your worth. Changing yourself and proving yourself will not make him love you. He will shift his feelings toward you when you change how you feel about yourself. In order for him to love you and value you, you have to love and value yourself. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Still Worthy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Share it with family and friends who would enjoy and benefit from these insightful and increasingly relevant conversations. Follow us on social media to connect with an amazing community of single, child-free women. And visit stillworthywomen.com to work with me, travel with me and other single, child-free women, and stay abreast of projects I'll be launching soon just for you. I hope today's topic encouraged you to view your lifestyle with a fresh, exciting, and empowering new perspective. And I can't wait to have you join me for the next episode. Until then, remember that your life choices are valid, your journey is beautiful, and your worth is immeasurable. Oh, 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 o